bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Fresh, candid, and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Can I talk now? Yes, sir. You can talk. Okay. You know, you know, you know that's a sign of uh, insanity when you answer your own question. This, like, talking to yourself is okay when you start answering yourself. We got to talk. We have to talk. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is. The number. That's weird. Let me do this. And do this. It's been a pretty slow news day. It's been a pretty... um, (laughs) It's funny. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's... Unfortunately, that's kind of true. All right. Let's go to... Number five. Hey, that's all I got. You got to let me. Come on. Got it. Well, here's some good news. A man is charged in the hit and run crash that caused the death of an 11-year-old boy. Sylvester Thomas, 30, faces charges of second-degree reckless homicide and hit and run resulting in death. According to the criminal complaint, A witness saw two vehicles, a white Lexus sedan and a black Dodge Challenger speeding, driving at high rates of speed on West Fond du Lac. This is from WISN.com. He observed the Challenger swerving to avoid a child on his bike and that the Lexus then struck the boy, sending him 
into the air until he landed on the roadway's median area. Detectives interviewed the driver of the Dodge Challenger who said he passed two boys riding their bikes in the bike lane. He heard a loud bang come from behind his car. He looked in his rearview mirror and saw one of the boys and a bike fly in the air. Then he stated that a white Lexus, he believed, struck the boy past him, so he followed the white Lexus as it left the scene. The driver of the Black Challenger said the Lexus later stopped for a passenger to exit the car and then continued to drive away. The driver of the Challenger decided to go back to the scene where he also observed the passenger who exited the fleeing car. According to the officer who reviewed video surveillance, the white Lexus sedan was the vehicle that struck the child. And a day after... Sylvester Thomas turned himself in, identified himself as the driver of the white Lexus, and detectives examined the Lexus and found severe front-end damage, a crushed front hood, smashed windshield, and what appeared to be marks from the crank of a bicycle on the hood. Thomas stated that he believed that the Challenger had struck the 11-year-old and that he struck him thereafter. Detectives examined the Challenger and observed that it did not have any damage that would have been consistent with having struck the boy so at least now the family can rest because the perpetrator of that particular crime is now in custody number four MPD is telling us there's a woman wanted in a stolen car crash that killed a one-year-old. CBS 58 News is learning new details about a stolen car crash that claimed the life of a one-year-old boy in late January of 2023. Milwaukee police told CBS 58 the woman behind the wheel of that car, 32-year-old Antonisha Burse, B-U-R-S-E, is still on the loose and they need the public's help. To locate her. She was arrested in the crash that happened on January 27th, but was never taken into custody at the time. Burst was hospitalized with injuries, and according to the criminal complaint, the baby's mother parked the unlocked vehicle at her home, went inside. The boy's mother, I'm sorry, the boy's mother tells CBS 58 Burst was a family acquaintance and had been in the passenger seat of her car, jumped in the driver's seat, and drove away. She stole the car and drove it until she crashed at 35th and Hope. One-year-old's Arian Robinson was in the vehicle when it was stolen, and unfortunately, he did not survive. And when arrestees are expected to need medical care for an extended period, a decision is made whether to lift the hospital guard, Milwaukee police said in a statement. If charges are issued, a warrant, an arrest warrant would be issued until the suspect is arrested. Area hospitals are not required to contact our department to inform us regarding the condition of of or provide discharge information. In this instance, an arrest warrant was issued, and it's been a warrant out since March 1st. So if you know of anything, contact Milwaukee Police Department at 414-935-7360, or if you want to remain anonymous, Crime Stoppers at 414-224-TIPS, T-I-P-S. That's, that's unfortunate because... Um, we have to make sure that justice is done. It's, it's enough that it happened, but now we need to make sure that it doesn't happen to anyone else. Number three. 
Well, it's kind of weird, kind of strange. You would think it would be Milwaukee. It's a place I like to visit where road rage is actually a way of life. According to Forbes advisor, this state has the most confrontational drivers in the U.S. Where would you think that would be? Well, the report said that road rage incidents are on a rise nationwide. 413 people were injured in road rage shooting in 2023, which was a 135% increase from 2018. The survey was conducted by a market research firm, um, one poll for Forbes advisor and one poll surveyed 10,000 licensed drivers older than 18 who owned at least one car and compared its data across all 50 states. The respondents were asked about being forced off the road, uh, blocked from changing lanes, cut off on purpose, yelled at, obscenities, obscenities, Hmm. obscenities, and of course, the bird. So, the number five top state for confrontational driving (coughs) is a weird place, Oklahoma. Maybe it's the heat. Number four is Virginia. But is Virginia big enough to even get mad and drive around? And I don't know. Number three, West Virginia. And so here's the weird part about this. The points that they assigned each one, Oklahoma was 96.49 out of 100. Number four, Virginia was 96.97 out of 100. West Virginia was 97.82 out of 100. The number two state for confrontational drivers, Rhode Island. Ever been to Rhode Island? Does anybody anybody care about Rhode Island? No. Okay. It's like Delaware. Who cares? 98.46 out of 100. But the number one state for the most confrontational drivers people that even exited their car to yell or fight is Arizona. They got a hundred out of a hundred. Now what that tells me is when you drive in Arizona, don't ever get out your car. Because if you do, you might end up uh, being, well, what is that called when you run over people on a roadkill? (laughs) Okay, I can't help it. (laughs) I couldn't help it. (sighs) And then the fight's over. Anyway. Number two. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> you'll understand <laughs> it's terrible it's, it, it must be time for me to take an extra day off and tell you okay I can't, I, I can't read this story. <laughs> I can't I can't read the story <laughs> a 52 year old man on an electric scooter yesterday was struck and killed by a hit and run driver <laughs> <laughs> It's not funny. Oh, it's not funny. But based on what I was just saying about the most confrontational drivers, 
I'm gonna skip that story. Go straight to number one. Can I? Can I? Can I? I gotta skip it. <laughs> number one. <laughs> Woo, that was funny. Um, <clears throat> from Fox Six News, the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources is asking public to stay vigilant and avoid all outdoor burning this holiday weekend due to elevated fire. <laughs> Danger across that. Listen, dude, I got a bonfire in my backyard. I'm burning my bonfire. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got some stones already set. It's already sitting there. I got the lid. I got the wood. I got everything. I am burning it. However, they say uh, Labor Day weekend indicates very hot, very dry, and very windy conditions Saturday through Monday, DNR has responded to 10 wildfires in the past week. The recent fires were pretty small due to higher humidity and quick action by suppression resources. And with the forecast conditions and holiday recreation concerns, more fires are expected over the weekend. I don't care what nobody's at. I'm starting my fire. That's why I pay taxes so the fire department can come if they have to. And that's why I live in a brick house. (laughs) Believe it or not, seriously. Part of me choosing to buy a house, I chose a brick house for that very reason. Because it'd be cheaper to rebuild. Because I'm in the back. With my bonfire. Burning stuff up. (laughs) You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. When we come back, I have a question about movies that I want to ask you. So when you go see this weekend, Denzel Washington in what movie? The Equalizer 3. I have a very important, very serious question to ask. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You know, sometimes I troll and read old, old, old stories from like 2001 all the way up to 2021. Just different. Just, you know, looking at new stories to go, what, what, what was going on back then? Tiger Woods, when he got divorced, had to hand over $750 million. I'm like, Angelina Jolie. And Brad Pitt. Four hundred million. Kevin Costner and Cindy Silva, eighty million. I don't know who that is, but Alec and Jocelyn uh Wildenstein. Oh. 
French businessman and billionaire. He ended up giving her two. Oh my gosh. Ooh, I would give her two and a half billion. Ugh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Michael and DeAndre Douglas. He divorced her and married um, um, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Forty-five million. Robert Johnson and Sheila Johnson. Hmm, four hundred million. <clears throat> Thank God it wasn't me. Uh, Doctor Phil. Was he even married? Oh yeah, he was. Okay. Billion dollar. Ooh, don't y'all know how to sign a prenups or something? Hmm, interesting. Interesting. <clears throat> and the only reason I did it is because I was looking at, um. Do, 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 do. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. $47 million. Why? Wow. Katie Holmes. Is she a good actress? Like, I recognize the face, but I'm not really. Anyway. Um, when you go to a movie, what's your favorite snack? I, I don't understand what it is you're saying. You're talking to glass. I don't. <laughs> she looked at me and went, <laughs> like, like, I understand that through glass. I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, and it was intent, too. She was like, and her lips were moving, but I was like, I have, I have no idea what the heck she said. I mean, she told me, like, and her head was moving, like, like, fool, what's wrong with you, stupid? I think you said Twizzlers, right? That's your favorite movie snack is tw are Twizzlers? No. No. Now, my favorite movie snack I can no longer eat. They found the two things that I like. That I should never eat. Raisins and chocolate. Me and some raisinettes would just kill it. And I would get one of those boxes. Or they had the long boxes. Would you ever put the raisins like in the no, popcorn? No, I'm not putting chocolate in popcorn. You don't mix What's the popcorn with anything? With Did I just break? What's wrong with people? I'm Are you checking. kidding? I'm just checking. Raisinettes. I, I do know people that put raisinettes and chocolate mm -hmm. stuff. And they, they put... um um. What did they call those things that were chocolate? They were like a half shape with the white sprinkles on it. Uh, what were those called? And it was candy. It was in a blue and white box. And it was chocolate with white sprinkles on it. And I can't remember. I remember the first time. Have you ever tasted a Hostess Snowball? Those white, fluffy, like cupcakes? I thought. I think it was pure sugar. It was utterly disgusting. And it tastes good. But I'm just saying. What's your favorite snack? 833-212-1017 is the number. It's a holiday weekend. There's nothing to do all weekend. So you should go to a movie. Equalizer 3. I'm just saying. And um, check it out and see what's going on.
There it is, snow caps. That's what's up. Always at work. Thank you much. Snow caps. You never tasted snow caps before? Sure haven't. Gross. Because it was all sugar. I mean, the stuff, you, you were like creating little, little, uh, you know, little, little, like, I don't think kids went to sleep because they were tired. They went to sleep because they were in a diabetic coma. Snow cap. Let me see who made those snow caps. Oh, that's them. Oh, my gosh. Look at the, if you Google snow caps and look at the picture and you tell me, is that something you would eat? I Googled something else at first. That was definitely not the candy. Um, no, I probably wouldn't eat this. Looks like there's mold on it. It looks like mold. It does look like mold. A little fungus. <sighs> Terrible. Yeah, it's a hard no. Okay. Spoken like a true person. <laughs> See you thought. So, my favorite snack is Raisinets. <clears throat> I like popcorn until I figured out and I heard that what they do is they put the smell of popcorn in the air. Because if you think about it, popcorn doesn't smell a certain way, but they actually have spray that smells like popcorn that they put in the air. And you're drawn to buy popcorn. Like you smell it and you, oh, let's go buy some popcorn. That's weird. Okay, it's not weird. It's downright bizarre. The only other candy, Hostess Snowballs. They used to come in pink and white and green and blue and purple, and it was 100% sugar with like a um, like angel food cake with the white filling in it. Gross. Are these are these not just peeps? What do you mean? They look like peeps. There's a different kind of peep with chocolate in it. What looks like peeps? The sn- uh, Snow- snowballs. Snowballs, yeah. Hostess makes them. They're they're disgusting. Yeah, no. They're disgusting. Like you taste it and yeah. Do we put them in the line of peeps and candy corn? And your face said it. <laughs> you put some weird food together. What is wrong with no, you? No, I'm saying it's like that's a list we're building here of bad candies. To yes. Eat. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Rhea won't be here today. She's at home because she has a sugar coma. And she's just kind of happy all the time. Like, can you imagine just being happy all the time? You go, hmm, sugar. Yeah, okay. Now, granted, well, let me just ask this. What is your weakness, Candy? When we come back from the break, I'm going to tell you my ultimate weakness, Candy. Now, my weakness, junk food, right? Well, I don't call it junk. Cookie-wise, Chips Ahoy, chocolate chip cookies. I could eat a whole bag by myself. Oreo, go right through them like, it's called type 2 diabetes for a reason. So, <laughs> so, but not anymore. I haven't eaten a chocolate cookie in quite a while. I haven't tasted anything chocolate in quite a while. However, when I plan, but when I plan to fall off the wagon, which I do, 
at least once or twice a week. I have to eat my protein and eat a good meal first before I eat sweets. Right. I had a Hershey bar yesterday. Yeah. And that's only because I told you because I showed you. See how she tried to damn me out. You see, she thought I wasn't going to say it. <sighs> but yeah. So so now that I've learned how to eat and what order to eat in, it doesn't hit me so bad. So when we come back, I'm going to tell you my number one OMG never Ever should I ever eat this junk, but I do anyway. And then I'm going to hit the talking text line because you're going to be telling me what your favorite snack is at the movies. Traffic, sports, and weather up next. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So, my favorite snack, of course, Raisinets. Um, my go-to, oh my God, you're not supposed to eat that, is original sweet tarts. Original, like the hard ones. Kind of. And every now and then I'll get those... Um, Gobstoppers. They're like jawbreakers, little small ones. Huh? They're like little marbles. <laughs> and they're hard like little marbles. <clears throat> so, yeah, I had to stop eating all that. It's unfortunate. I had to stop eating it. Life happened. Always at work say Whoppers and Popcorn. Guru Whoppers. Oh, I know what he's talking about. Um, those little round multi-ball things. Yes, yes, yes. CJ says snow caps, snowballs, and peeps. So you've been you've been hanging out with Rhea. Peeps. What are peeps? See, now I got to use Google. I don't like, I want to make it clear, I don't like peeps, but they're the Easter candy with looks like a little little bird, little chick, and they're like the outside of the snow cap, I think you said, or the snowball. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, no. You ever eat hot tamales? My mom loves hot tamales, and she loves Fireball, and I cannot smell, stand the smell of hot tamales. Ooh. I'll buy them for her, but she'll always eat them in front of me, and I can't. I hate it. I hate it so much. You know how to get rid of her, but I'm just... Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Hey. 
What's up, Kyle? Always Eden. His new name is A.E. Always Eating. Oh, no. I got bad, like, peeps. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. That's gross. Courtney said, I'll buy some Gushers. Like, like I'm 12. Gushers? What are Gushers? What are Gushers? Okay, let me look that up. That's a candy? Yeah, Dr. Ken. Ooh, see, y'all be eating that stuff that, like, that's like diabetic. This stuff puts you in a diabetic cup. Wow. You see this guy eating? Oh, my gosh. Extracting juice from gusher can. Okay, I'm done. That's too much. That's too much. (sighs) Gushers? Talking text line. So Chan said <laughs> 75 to 100 million Tiger gave up. 750 million? Where the heck y'all get that? I'm looking on the, in a, on the internet. Ain't no X on any planet worth a quarter of a billion dollars. Three quarters of a billion dollars. Um, I th- how much how much did um Bill Gates' wife get? And how much did Michael Dell's wife get? They got paid. Kyle, Kyle can't talk on the radio because he's he eating too much. <laughs> Let me see. See, not now y'all done got me. I'm going down the rabbit hole. How much? How much? I can't hear. That's all? 76 billion. I'm loving her. No wonder she no wonder that teacher fell in love with his wife. <laughs> he didn't get a dime. <laughs> he probably paid up uh here, take a million dollars and go away. You're like a bug. Seventy six billion? So okay, so let me guess. Let me let me see. Uh is Michael Dell Is he divorced? Oh, they got plural. Hmm. Hmm. I can't tell because there's too many people named Michael Dell. He's married to Susan in the year 1989, four children. I don't know. I can't tell. You know, sometimes there's so much information on the Internet that it really doesn't do any good to actually look stuff up because you can't parse through all the crap and all the stuff that's in it. 833-212-1017 is the number. Judy, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you today? I'm well. How are you today? I'm good. Good. So I was calling with my favorite movie theater candy, and it is Milk Duds. It's my weakness. It's 
my go-to every time. However, I do not buy it from the movie theater anymore because it costs $4.50 a box. So <laughs> I go to Walgreens and get maybe like 3 for $5. So I go to Walgreens and get them, and I put them in my purse and go into the movies. I make my popcorn, put it in my purse. I bring my apple juice and put it in my purse. Okay, wait, buy wait, anything wait, from wait, the movie wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Cause I already hear you laughing, so you, so 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 you know what I'm gonna ask you. Go ahead. Tell me again what you just put in your purse. You put soda in your purse, popcorn in your my purse, apple juice, apple juice, milk duds. How big yes. is your purse? I mean, it's big enough. I get my big purse when I, you know, get ready to go to the movies, which is often. We are movie goers. So it's often. So I got my big purse. Um, we've even like went to cousins and put our subs in my purse. And then when you get in there and the lights go out and the movie starts, then you just pull the stuff out your purse and pass it to whoever it is and enjoy the movie. So you got one of them bottomless purses? I do. No, I mean like a real I one, do. like one of the real. No, ones. it's a re- it's a real one. I got it from the Goodwill. Um, I always make sure um, that, you know, I have my tickets pulled up on my phone so I don't have to open my purse and dig in my purse. And then, you know, they just scan it and I just keep it moving. Wow. (laughs) But Milk Does is my go-to movie theater candy. So let me get this right. You put like eight things in your bag. Yes. So... And then I mentioned that you have, you carry what, a Neverfull? I have an Android phone. So, um, no, 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 no. Know, I'm I, talking I, about I, your bag. I'm talking about your, your bag. Oh, it's just, a, it's just a bag I got from the Goodwill. Oh, okay. It's just a little, a big purse that I got from the Goodwill. Nothing special except for it carries all of my snacks in a the movie theater. So when it's just me and my husband, you know, I just put me and his stuff in there. But you got like eight or nine things go, in there. It, it can't. It, yeah, it, but it, it, no, it fits. But then when my children go with me, um, like I have adult children, and when they go, I make my daughters carry their purses, and then we put more stuff in there. Lord have mercy. It costs too much. Like, it'd be ridiculous. It is, because that's how they make money. So when you pay for the movie, when you pay for the movie, the movie people get that money. But when you buy food, they make Mm -hmm. the money. Now, can you imagine running an entire movie house where you make all your money off food? Think about that. Yeah, but but they be ridiculous, though. Like, a box of milk duck should not cost $4.50. Like, that... That'd be ridiculous. An icy was $13 for an icy. What? Uh, that's what I'm trying to tell you. So you put your apple juice in your purse, you ain't got to worry about no icy. Yes, ma'am. Just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You never have to worry about okay. me going to the movie with you, Judy. But when I need some help. I'm telling you, I can save you a lot of money. I'm trying to tell you. Who are you supposed to go to movies with? Put your raisinettes up in there next to my milk duds. You'll be good. All right. I don't know if your husband's going to be happy about that, but, you know, I'm just saying. Ah, fooey. He don't don't worry about the small stuff. It's just raisinettes. He'll be all right. All right. (laughs) Thank you much. (laughs) You're welcome. Bye. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 
This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. the truth in the afternoon and i'm your host dr ken harris for pella windows and doors of wisconsin this is the time to replace your drafty old windows as you can tell this past few days it was a little cool outside and this weekend it'll get warm but it's not staying and you don't want to replace them during well during the dead of winter so pella has a great deal going on pay as low as 19 dollars a month per window and $75 a month on patio doors. Installation is complete. No muss, no fuss, and no hassle, leaving nothing but perfect results. So if you are interested, go to PellaWI.com. That's Pella, P-E-L-L-A-W-I.com today. Now it's 699 uh percent interest for 120 months uh certain restrictions apply see showroom for details and offer ends 9 30 of 2023 so if you think you're in a time where interest rates are high 6.99 annual percentage rate for 120 months i don't know if you're gonna find it so you know you might want to check it out that's pellawi.com I thought becoming the richest woman in the world was, you know, something important. Like you had to work for it. But clearly being married to Jeff Bezos and have you ever been, <laughs> you ever been to Seattle and saw Amazon's headquarters? There are two very big um, that's outside. There's this statue outside of the building that you have to go see. I'm not going to tell you what it's called. You might want to Google it because I'm not going to say it on the air. But you might go like, what is the statue outside Amazon called? And then you'll be like, what? But uh, I digress. Jeff Bezos kept 75% of the former couple's Amazon stock and controlled 100% of the voting rights. He also retained all the interest in the Washington Post and Blue Origin. And Mackenzie Bezos was awarded 25% of their Amazon shares. Valued at $38 billion. And so when it came down to it and the divorce was final, she is now worth, she's the richest woman in the country, if not the world, $160 billion. So here's my question. What could you possibly do with that much money? What could you possibly do with a hundred and $60 $60 billion. 833-212-1017 is the number. You just got divorced and your wife or husband or whoever 
just left you $160 billion. What's the first thing you do? I already know what the first thing is that I would do. But I'm interested in knowing what you would do. I mean, me personally, I would go buy some Pella windows and doors, but that's just me. What would you do? What exactly would you do? 160, not million, billion dollars. Now, granted, if you had a, I don't even know if I could calculate that much. Hmm. If I had 160 million, and I got a 5% return on it, I would have to live off $8 million a year. You think you could do that? 5% return? Yeah. Because a million will only get you $50,000. I could live with that. Two million, 100,000. Well, on odds, you're gonna make over time roughly 10%, 11% or so. Just, just using the S&P 500, so. I think you pick any 10 or 11 years and it's it's been up somewhere between 9 and 11%. So And that's why I don't understand why athletes like lose all their money. I don't understand why athletes become broke. But the problem is I get paid, so every time I get paid I got to pay my agent. I got to pay my lawyer. I got to pay for my house, my cars, my this, my that. So by the time you have money in your pocket, you're broke. You're just living large. You're just not large. (laughs) So, and that's unfortunate. But I thought it was cool that Michael Jordan kept his salary low so that all of his endorsements, he did. Y'all can't get none. Lawyer came in, made the deal, done. You get a cut, and that's it. Go away. And then I invested everybody this. But when you play basketball, you know, every time you make money, they make money. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they made more money, but, yeah, them $3 million contracts and you racking up $500 million in endorsements. Okay. I could work with it. No, I want to work with it. Don't don't let me lie. I want to work with it. I want to work with a half a million dollars. Half half a billion dollars. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Let me see that. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, think about it. $160 billion. Didn't I say I was going to tell you all something when we came back from the break? Oh, well, I'm blaming it up on I'm, I'm just blaming it on the holiday movie. Oh well. Oh well. Nothing you do is obvious things because you already have used the have money. <laughs> Nothing you would do would be obvious because you used to having money. <laughs> Sherman Williams said, first thing on my list is a dream car, a 83 Malibu station wagon with a rocket motor on it. Tony Smith said, <laughs> I can tell you why. Uh-oh. Half of it anyway, righteously, preferably in form of making at least a million 
people's lives better. Sheer philanthropy. Not. Nope. All you getting is 10%. Then I'll set up a fund where y'all can get money off the interest. And then I'm going to do some stuff. I'm going to guarantee that there is generational wealth for the next till the earth comes to an end. That's what I'm talking about. We keep talking about generational wealth. That's what I would guarantee. You take care of your family, we'll take care of mine. And all them I'm your cousin by the ninth, you know. Nah, I don't think so. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Have a great, marvelous weekend. It's going to be warm. It's going to be nice. Be safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Calm down. Take Monday off. It's Labor Day. Don't do anything weird to me, but okay. Rhea, thank you so very much. Appreciate you. Good week. Um, Had a great time. God bless. Take care. I'm out.